There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Monday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. More of your phone calls, as we always do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. The very polite Tyler standing by to take your phone calls. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We say good morning to Charlotte Bills, Fox Sports Radio, 102.9 FM and 1450 AM, Charlottesville, Virginia. Thank you for joining the Dan Patrick Show. And uh, now as we get closer to 400 cities around America carrying this program. We'll uh, talk some football. Peter King will join us coming up. And uh, we'll check in with the Colts because they've got some real drama there. And uh, your phone calls are always welcome. Poll question for hour two is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? We got a couple of them up there, Dan. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will stay with the Jets for two and a half years. You'd take the over or under. Right now, 82% of the audience are taking the under. Ooh. Dang. Okay. So only two and out. Okay. Yeah, because we were wondering what's a few, a few weeks for Joe Burrow being out, and we decided that few starts with three. Three or more is few. Aaron Rodgers is going to play a few more years. Would that be two and a half is the over-under? So I'm going to uh, talk to Peter King and see if he's going over. I'm going to say Peter Peter King goes over two and a half seasons for Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. He just paid a visit. Maybe, Maybe Aaron told him something. Maybe he just gathered some information, being a great reporter. What else do we have, Seton O'Connor? Uh, I have a, I have one, uh, whose comments were more out of line, Sean Payton's or Jim Irsay's? <laughs> Sean, Sean Payton talking about a fellow coach, Jim Irsay basically saying, if I died and my running back never played again, no one would ever care. Uh, I would say Sean Payton is out of line. For violating the, uh, yeah. bro code of yes. coaches? Yes. Ethics? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The coaching community. Is Jim Irsay a little more par for the course. Yeah, Perhaps. I'm not surprised when Jim Irsay has something to say. And when it's out of left field, I'm not surprised. Sean Payton, I was a little surprised that there was some heat attached to that as he's directing that at Nathaniel Hackett, who was the coach, you know, well, didn't last the whole season, but basically saying this is the worst coaching job that I've ever seen. And because of that, Russell Wilson wasn't able to play well. 
It just felt like I'm going to drag this guy down one more time, and then I'm going to elevate my sainthood status. See what I did with that, Todd? That was sweet. Yeah, former Saints head coach. Okay, but it felt like he was he was going out of his way to attack Nathaniel Hackett. So then Aaron Rodgers gets into it, and he's saying, well, he said this. It made me feel bad that someone who's accomplished a lot in the league is that insecure that they have to take another man down to set themselves up for some sort of easy fall if it doesn't go well for that team this year. I thought it was way out of line and appropriate, and I think he needs to keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. And in case you're wondering, the Jets and Broncos, week five, that's what I love. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we write the promo. We can do it already. Have Aaron Rodgers with those words and Sean Payton. It'd be great if Sean Payton was playing quarterback for the Broncos. Mm. That would be nice. Um, what are we? Uh, what are we going with? Hour two, Seaton. I think we're gonna go with the. Uh, we could go with the whose comments were more out of line. Okay. We also have uh, who. This who, one's from Paul. Who was who. wronger or who was more wrong? <laughs> I like wronger. Who was wronger? Who was more wronger? Uh, Sean Payton for his initial comments or Aaron Rodgers' reaction to them. No, I'm okay with Aaron Rodgers having. Now, if Nathaniel Hackett wasn't his coach with the Jets, I wonder if he would have said, you know, gave us the Will Smith at the Academy Awards with Chris Rock. You keep my coach's name out of your mouth. He goes over there and smacks Sean Payton. You ever go back and watch that clip online? It's wild. It's a surreal night. Beyond surreal. Well, I, first of all, it was a lame joke by Chris Rock. Yes. Like a G.I. Jane joke is like, come on. You're better than that's that. That's a super weak reference. But but you can watch Will Smith. He's okay with it. And then he looks and sees that his wife is not okay with this. And then all of a sudden, We're now, going to the red table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's sometimes that you'll be laughing and then you look over and your wife is not laughing and then you stop laughing. Uh, that's yeah, funny, right? Yeah, it's, it's not. You, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. I just, I'd say I had your back there. That yeah. Was, that was good, right? Yeah. All right. Yes, Paul. If you watch the clip, the level of confusion in the room, because <laughs> Will Smith is this gigantic actor and Chris Rock makes jokes and he smacks him hard. It wasn't, you know, a push. Yeah. And then he goes back to his seat. There's people in the crowd going, was that real? Is this a bit? Because it's. It doesn't happen a lot at award shows. Yes, Marv. <laughs> that ride home must have been awkward. Will Smith won the Academy Award. People forget he won they the Academy Award. They never should have let him give his acceptance <laughs> speech. I mean, but I just think on the ride home, man, I can't believe I won this. Right, Jada? You know, Will, I just think it's funny how you laughed at first. <laughs> then I had to look at you. Like, I wonder how many times he went to parties that night and did the like pump fake slap thing. Like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I need another drink. What? <laughs> I'm going to guess he didn't go to any parties that night. Yes, Mark. I'm almost certain he went to a party. I got to look it okay. up on the Twitter yeah. or whatever it's called. Now. On the Twitter. Wait, it's on the X, isn't it? Uh, yeah, let me look on X. Uh, on the X. Uh, Nate Atkins, uh, Colts insider for the Indianapolis Star, had a lot of really good things talking about the 10 thoughts on Jonathan Taylor's contract standoff with the Colts. And Nate joins us from Colts camp. All right, give us the... Uh, Sort of Cliff Notes version here. Nate, how did we get to this point with Jonathan Taylor and Jim Irsay? 
Man, this has been something that's been building really since last season ended. Jonathan Taylor coming off of a high ankle sprain, needed ankle surgery, got it in January, and then was entering you know a contract year. And he felt at the time that he was going to be able to just kind of play it the way he's always played it, which is nice guy, team, you know, team player, all of that. This team is rewarded player after player heading into their contract year, whether it's Quentin Nelson, Shaquille Leonard, Braden Smith, on and on. And then when he got to somewhere around May, realized that the offers weren't coming. The Colts were kind of in a new place with Shane Steichen. They wanted to let some things play out. They wanted to see how his health was going to be. So he switched up, switched up agents. And ever since that moment, it's just kind of ramped up to where the offer's not coming, training camp arriving, the threat of having to practice and risk that more injury without security just got him in a place where he didn't really know what to do. And so it's just really ramped up to the point where they met on a bus, uh, Jonathan Taylor and Jim Irsay, uh just, uh, what was that, two days ago and met for an hour and realized that they were not anywhere close together. And that's when it came out that he's requested a trade. And, and Jim Irsay talked to us and many other outlets and said, we're not trading him. And so hmm. this has become just an ultimate stare down of uh, two sides that just flat out don't trust each other. But there's not really a clear resolution because the Colts value him enough to want him to be here for Anthony Richardson, help him support him for this year, but not promise anything beyond that and not promise a negotiation till after the season ends, which is obviously not what Jonathan Taylor wants. Okay, yeah, Jonathan Taylor's switch agents, Saquon Barkley switched agents. What are they hoping to get from the new agents that they didn't get from the old agents as far as getting more money? It's really just a new negotiating tactic. Like I said, last Jonathan's grown up here in the Colts the past three years where just, just a year ago at this time, Quentin Nelson was in the exact same spot. And the Colts, when we talked to Chris Ballard, said, you know, I'm not going to talk contracts, but Quentin Nelson's a Colt. It's going to happen. And then the night before the season, he gets – $60 million guaranteed and the biggest contract in the history of football for a guard. And so Jonathan thought is the, you know, is the clear best player in that offense back in at least 2021 when he won the rushing title. I think he just thought it was a formality. And the fact that it, it got so long into, you know, into almost June and realized he's not, he hasn't even gotten a single offer, not even a low ball offer from them. It just was so out of character with what he'd seen so far. And he just decided, you know, I don't know what else to do. He's trying to get ahead of it. Right as the running back market is crumbling, it's, it's not, you know, he's just not sure what cards to play. So he decided to kind of move it to a nuclear level. Mm-hmm. And the Colts really didn't give him any other options because they didn't make a low ball offer that he could even say, okay, I can take some kind of offer that's out there to him. No offer just means no options. Uh, tell me what Jim say is saying in this uh, soundbite. If I die tonight and Jonathan Taylor's out of the league, no one's going to miss us. The league goes on. I mean, you know, we know that. The national football rolls on. It doesn't matter, you know, who, who comes and who goes. Where'd this come from? I'd actually ask that question to to Jim Mercy, not on that topic. I, w- I was just trying to get him to to open up on the debriefing meeting on the bus. And as best I can tell, I think his message to Jonathan is just like you need to you need to realize the spot you're in, the opportunity you have to go out there and build something dynamic with Anthony Richardson. And the the message he's trying to put out there is if you bet on yourself, have a big year and a contract year, that it'll all work out. But you understand why in this current you know, stay the running back market, why Jonathan's not listening to that, especially when there's that franchise tag lingering out there that teams use all the time on running backs. There isn't this, there's no pot of gold at the end of the rainbow right now for running backs. The pot of gold is a franchise tag that was initially designed as a window to get a long-term deal done. Instead, what it looks like to running backs is 
a way to just rent them, run up the mileage on their carries and their health, and then send them in a free agency as some lower version of themselves. So it's a message they thought he could get through of like, come on, be a team player, get on board with this thing. And Jonathan's like, okay, show it through some kind of action. But um, we're talking to Nate Atkins. He covers the Colts for the Indianapolis Star. The more I thought about it, it's personal for the player. It's business for the owner. But here is an owner who inherited a team. Jonathan Taylor is working for his money. Jim Irsay got his money. He was given his money. He woke up on third base. And I'm sure he's done things to enhance the value and all that. But Jonathan Taylor is going, this is my livelihood here. So the disconnect may be how each other views one another. He's business. This is personal. And they've maintained those battle lines. Oh, it's absolutely that. And that's why that comment, I think, has gotten so much you know, dialogue is that to, to compare the privilege of an NFL owner to a running back right now is is just kind of very out of line. You know, like, of course, you know, in that analogy, yes, Jim Irsay could die tomorrow, but there's not a real present threat that could have him out of his position in this league in two years. Whereas for Jonathan Taylor, you know, another couple injuries, serious injuries, and that's exactly what he's facing. And he will have not, you know, he doesn't have the generational wealth to fall back on. Whereas if Jim Irsay, if he decided, you know, if for some reason he got edged out of being an owner, he's still got, he's still set up financially for life. So are his kids and his grandkids. Jonathan just got married this, you know, this past spring. So he's wondering, when do I get even anything that looks remotely like that privilege that you're talking about? And that's why the, the disconnect just keeps on growing. Good to talk to you, Nate. Thanks. We'll be following. We appreciate your time. Yep, thanks for having me. Nate Atkins covers the Colts for the Indianapolis Star. We got drama. There's a column today. Ten thoughts on Jonathan Taylor's contract standoff with the Colts and where it goes from here. Battle lines are drawn here. Jacob in Indiana. Hey, Jake, what's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, how's it going? Hey, bud. Hey, just a quick question on this running back situation, especially in, like, the Colts, like what the Colts got going on. What do you think the value of just having a happy locker room, especially with like a star running back with a young quarterback that they got now, keeping that keeping that locker room happy and and you know just just keep going. Owners don't want to reset the market. Uh, you know the Browns did this with Deshaun Watson, and and so the trickle down we saw that. You know the Ravens weren't happy at all because what that meant for Lamar Jackson, some of these other quarterbacks subsequently. But the Browns go, we're desperate, got to get a quarterback, we're going to overpay for Deshaun Watson. The owners don't like when owners go rogue like this. It's like, hey, come on, wink, wink. Let's keep the salaries in in this area here. But the Browns went rogue here. And Jimmer say, uh, he probably considers himself the old guard that I don't want to disrupt this. I don't want to change the salary structure. I love Jonathan Taylor. But if I die and he dies, nobody cares. The NFL moves on. Well, you you do care about him, but you know why pay him? Uh, Dalvin Cook and Zeke Elliott are out there. They need jobs. Why why am I going to overpay for a running back that I truly like? But as I mentioned before, when you have a quarterback that you're not sure about, having that running back is imperative. You know the Giants with Daniel Jones having Saquon Barkley. Uh, McCaffrey, when he was playing in Carolina, you, you got to have that guy, Derrick Henry in Tennessee, to be able to help that quarterback. Because it's rare when the quarterback is helping the running back. Jonathan Taylor 
is going to be essential for Anthony Richardson. That's a mess. But once again, we get caught up when, with romanticizing the position. Growing up, you started with a great running back and you had a great middle linebacker. That's how you build a football team. And, and back then, quarterbacks weren't as important. I mean, Bart Starr, he wasn't a, a stat machine. Johnny Unitas was a unicorn back then. But Troy Aikman was like, all right, what do you need me to do? Uh, just hand it to, uh, to uh, Emmett. And uh, a couple of touchdown passes, our defense will take over from there. I mean, that's how teams were built. And, you know, Fran Tarkington was, when he retired, he owned every record, every record by a quarterback. But he didn't have, you know, those championships. Um, but having that guy who was 15 to 18 passes, that was what you normally had. You know, occasionally you'd have guys who threw, a, you know, a little bit more. But for the most part, it was, you know, like Joe Theismann. You know, Joe Montana never threw for 30 touchdown passes, I don't think, in a season. Elway maybe did it once. You just didn't need it. Now you do. Therefore, somebody pays the price, literally, running backs. We'll take a break. Peter King will join us. How long does he think Aaron think Aaron Rodgers will stay as a Jet? We've set the over-under at two and a half years. We'll talk to Pete coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Keeper's heart. Ah, uh, once again, my accent gets a little thicker. Well, I don't really have an accent. But if I had an accent, then, well, Seton has an accent. I got two of them right now, Danny. Okay, give me the softer one. Well, the turd, <laughs> the turd child, yeah. me man, pa. Uh, Keeper's Heart is a uh, truly new and unique style of whiskey that brings together the best of Irish and American whiskeys. This has never happened before. And they got one of the best distillers in the world. His name's Brian Nation. It sounds like something you would be like, hey, come on in. Everybody's going to Brian's house. This is going to be Brian Nation. And uh, he rocked the whiskey world. He left Ireland's most famous whiskey company to come to the States to make Keeper's Heart. He arrived in in a broomstick (laughs) and produced his magic like no one we've ever seen. Keeper's Heart has been winning award after award after award. Pocus Pocus should be the name of it. Whiskey by the the, uh, world's best Irish whiskey by the Tasting Alliance, their 10-year single malt. I asked for it. My my fault. That's the second accent. Keeper's Heart Whiskey. Please drink responsibly, <laughs> Seton. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. 
take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. The utterly inspired all-electric EQE sedan from Mercedes-Benz with hundreds of customizable comfort settings inside the cabin. It's the EV that recharges you. The vehicle's all-electric. The feeling all Mercedes. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQE. Peter King is back. 40 years covering the NFL. 40 years. Football Morning in America columnist, NBCSports.com. Peter joins us now. Pete, 40 years. 40 years. I had the under. 
But uh, congratulations on 40 <laughs> years. How have uh, training camps changed? Like the biggest change has been what? You know, access, uh, you know, two quick examples. I used to, my first year covering the Cincinnati Bengals in Wilmington, Ohio, that's where training camp was, the port capital of Ohio, by the way. And every year in the parade in downtown Wilmington, they crowned a pork queen. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I actually did go to that parade. But uh, so... At that training camp, I watched practice, I'd say, at least half the day. Yeah, we had a freeze up there with Peter. Let's see if we need to reconnect there, Todd. We will reconnect. All right. Yeah, Peter. Peter's frozen in time there. He's crushing that. Yes, he was. he was. Timeless, really. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. 40 years. I didn't even get to my Aaron Rodgers over under yet. Uh, let's see. Joey in Portland. Hey, Joey, what's on your mind as we wait for Peter King? Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Danette. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, best and best of the weekend. No worst. Uh, first best, Aaron Judge hitting a home run in his return to the lineup on Saturday. And then second best on Sunday uh, in church during the message, my pastor dropped a nobody. It's <laughs> pretty awesome. <laughs> Our meet Friday, whenever I read the, uh, the menu, who has it better than we do. And that, that stems from a Jim Harbaugh interview when he was talking about growing up and, you know, that his dad, you know, former great football coach, convinced his brother and his sister that they were going to walk like X number of miles to go to a town. Who has it better than we do? Nobody is what the Harbaugh kids would say. Because he would convince them that, yeah, you got it lucky. We get to walk five miles together. We don't need a car. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Yeah, Paul. I think I saw at training camp the other day, John Harbaugh had the shirt on. Who's got it better than us? Nobody. John Harbaugh had that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's in the family. Okay. Is uh, Peter back with us, Todd? He is back with us on the phone. Okay. All right, Pete, you were uh, mid-story about the Bengals training camp in uh, Wilmington, Ohio, and the pork queen as well yeah and uh so i watched practice with paul brown almost i don't know at least half the days i i covered the team that was a little bit different next year i go to latrobe for the first time to see the steelers in camp and the pr guy the venerable joe gordon says uh who do you want to talk to i said a couple of guys like to talk to mike webster and he said just go over to room 135 of the player's <laughs> dorm, knock on the door, he'll answer it. And I walked in Mike Webster's room, talked to him for 45 minutes. Those uh, times have changed a little bit, Dan. Peter has visited the Jets, Steelers, Lions, Bills, and uh, speaking of the Jets, I put the over-under for Aaron Rodgers' career with the Jets at two and a half years. That's a good one. What would you take? Over. (laughs) Okay. Because I'll tell you exactly why. You know, we had a conversation about what he did with his contract. Okay, because, Dan, when quarterbacks and when players rewrite their contracts, they always do it to eventually get up, uh, you know, and get essentially – 
the same amount of money. They just arrange it differently. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is getting upwards of $30 million less, and he agreed to do that. And one of the things that he told me was essentially, he said, look, I, I, am, I, I want to show these people that I'm going to be here for a while, and what I really want to do is I want to help us, let's say at the trading deadline, I really want to help us uh, get players. And, and so I think he thinks of this uh, as more than, you know, we've, we've said, Jesus, he only going to be there one year. No, he's, of course he's going to be there at least two. But I would say more than that. He was talking about how good he feels. He talked a lot about Tom Brady's training and physical regimen. He's given up sugar and uh, almost everything in terms of processed food. And so he's playing Brady right now, and I think he wants to play not just to the age of 40, but well into his 40s. Could you see a scenario, and I know this is obviously hypothetical, but all goes well, they win the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers walks away. He might. I, you know, who knows? I don't, you know, Dan, I don't really know Aaron Rodgers. I've talked, I talked to him twice a year, let's say. Okay. Um, we had a good conversation, but I don't know him the way I've known some other players. He's very much a, uh, there's a fence up there. And he, you know, he likes that. He likes his privacy. He likes his other life. Uh, so, no, I, I, I have no idea, but. I do think that if he wins at all, he may reconsider. The one thing I do know, he's told me a couple of times, he really wants to see the world. You know, I think he would, like, the way Larry Fitzgerald did, you know, he's been to, like, 98 countries. Mm. I, I think Aaron Rodgers could, would really get into that when he stops playing football. Talking to Peter King, Football Morning in America columnist. He's back, and this is uh, his 40th year covering NFL training camps. And then you had the matchup with the Jets and Broncos week five with Aaron Aaron Rodgers and Sean Payton. What was your reaction to Sean Payton's comments to USA Today? I mean, it was way over the top. I thought it, I I couldn't believe it. There's no purpose served to do that, in my opinion. And I think once the genie was out of the bottle, Sean and I'm sure uh, the Broncos' excellent PR guy, uh, Patrick Smythe realized you got to do something about this. Mm. And so he did. He tried to. But Dan, I was, we were driving from, uh, from Latrobe to actually to Port Clinton, Ohio to have dinner on Friday night and then on to Detroit, uh, after Steelers camp. And I got a phone call from a coach who just said he broke the code. He broke the code. And uh, he, he said, if you talk to Salah, urge him to not accept an apology so easily. But you know what? Mm. Salah's not a war. Salah's not a warmonger. I think he. I think assuming that the call will happen or maybe has happened over the weekend, I think Peyton will totally uh, capitulate and say how oh, sorry he is. And Salah may challenge him a bit, but I don't think Salah's going to make this a war. Mike Tomlin said something funny, though, to me. He goes, man, that all I know is that I hope that that game, the Denver Jets game, 
is on national TV, <laughs> maybe at a time where everybody can watch it because I want to watch that football game. Right now, I, I think it's a 425 game. And uh, yeah. yeah, so I don't know if Michael will uh, be doing a one o'clock game or another one, but a lot of people get an opportunity to uh, see that. Uh, Jim Irsay, yeah. say he loves to uh, think out loud. And in this situation, like, what did he put himself into with Jonathan Taylor, do you think, big picture with his comments? I mean, that's another case of, and I think, look, I, I think Jim Irsay is a very, very, for those who don't know him, he's a very good-hearted person. He loves his team. All he did was answer a question honestly about, hey, your problem isn't with us. It's with your union. If you want to fix the franchise tag, you got to fight for it. But why would we give up uh, stuff we got on the franchise tag and stuff in this new agreement and voluntarily pay a position that isn't paid very well twice or three times as much as the average now just because you think you're worth it. And look, it was probably time to lower the temperature and maybe have no comment, no question about it. He didn't help, but I read his comments and, and look, it was not the right time to say it, but I read his comments and I said, he's just simply stating a fact. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, he is, but I don't know what that fact is going to lead to as far as... I, I don't know how it helps. I, it, doesn't, it doesn't help. And so I would not have done it, but I don't think it was altogether that controversial. The timing of it uh, was just, it was just a bad time to, to say that when you know that one of your huge stars is butt hurt over the whole thing. Why are we so optimistic on the Detroit Lions? Because I think when a team finishes 8-2, and two, when a team fixes the defense that was so awful the first half of the season, and we think they fixed the defense when they have some very, very good young players, especially on the front seven, Aiden Hutchinson, James Houston. Um, look, I feel the same way as you. I think there's a chance this is 28-3 to at halftime of the opening game. However, I think that the NFL in putting the game there, uh, which was, to me, the biggest surprise of the whole schedule uh, process, I think the NFL in putting the game there said, Dan Campbell, we trust you. Jared Goff, Ben Johnson. America doesn't know this Ben Johnson, but I'm telling you the offensive coordinator of the Lions, mm -hmm. he'll be a head coach in the NFL, I don't know when, sometime. He is really, really smart. It's like he fell off the uh, the Sean McVay tree, uh, even though he didn't. And and I, just, I think he's really bright, and you're going to hear a lot about him. And I think he's been a godsend for Jared Goff. He saved Jared Goff's career, or helped save Jared Goff's career. Um, Joe Burrow's situation, they said uh, out a few weeks, uh, any concern there, cause for concern? Of course. You know, look, if you were positive that Joe Burrow was going to play the opener against Cleveland and you were sure that he was going to be 100% for that game, then no worries. But that is a weird injury. 
you know, a strained calf, depending on the level of strain, uh, if it's not all better, let's just say he's going and trying to run away from Miles Garrett mm-hmm. on September 10th, he, they could be in trouble. Because if this injury somehow, someway lingers, um, you know, the Bengals are going to finish third or fourth in that division. And so, you know, he is, I, I think, yes, I do think there's cause to be, to be worried. The only good thing for them is when you have six weeks before you play a game that matters, that seemingly is enough time to get this right. It's just, if Joe Burrow enters the season 89% or something like that, and he re-aggravates it, you know, it's wait till 2024 for the Bengals. How much pressure are the Buffalo Bills under? I think a lot, but I was there yesterday, and you can't feel it. It's like all DeMar Hamlin all the time. It's, it's amazing there, uh, where DeMar Hamlin has gone from being – Someone who no one really knew on Jan- um, at noon on January 2nd. Two days later, he's on the back page of the New York Post with a screaming headline, America's Son. And now I would say, Dan, I'll ask you this question. I'd say he's one of the 10 most famous people in the NFL today. Okay. And I'd, I'd ask you this question. Who's more famous in the United States right now? Lamar Jackson, former MVP of the NFL, or DeMar Hamlin? Oh, DeMar Hamlin, because that story crossed over. So every football fan knows both of them, but your wife or your mother, they know DeMar Hamlin. That's right. That's right. And so, Dan, you know what was really interesting yesterday at camp? When I watched post-practice, DeMar Hamlin had a line of people waiting for him, family, friends, and all that stuff. Not only does he sign a lot of autographs, but, you know, when you go to Bill's camp and you're the nephew of the strength coach, you want to meet DeMar. And so DeMar was just there. I, I counted 35 minutes afterwards that he was just meeting, posing, signing, hugging babies, you know, and and I, I walked away and uh, I said to somebody there, you know, Josh Allen is 1A and, and will be for the foreseeable future. He is, and rightfully so, a beloved figure in that community. Uh, and But DeMar Hamlin is close right now. And, you know, Dan, the weird thing, and I don't expect him to get cut. I, I really don't. But mm-hmm. right now, he's fighting for the fourth safety job in that camp. You know, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, and they signed Taylor Rapp from the Rams in free agency, and he's uh, pretty solid at number three. And remember, DeMar Hamlin played last year, but only because of an injury to, DeMai- to uh, I'm sorry, to uh, Micah Hyde. So that's what you have to look out for. And again, I do not think they're going to cut him. However, I do think I would just watch that. You know, today is a huge day for DeMar. Right now, it's happening. They started their first padded practice of the summer at 9.30 this morning. So you need, before you get off the air, to get an update of how DeMar Hamlin did in that practice because it will be the first time in exactly 30 weeks that he hit somebody in a violent way. Now, 
Is he going to be always thinking about that moment on an absolutely average tackle of T. Higgins? Is he going to be thinking of that moment when he uh, lowers his shoulder into Dawson Knox this morning? You know, so uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. Peter King's upcoming visits to camp, the Eagles, Ravens, Dolphins, Falcons, Panthers. Pete, safe travels as always. Great to have you back. Thanks for joining us. Thanks a million, Dan, anytime. That's Peter King, the Football Morning in America columnist. We'll take a break. Our best and worst of the weekend right after this. Uh, Another data breach impacting 11 million patients. HCA Healthcare recently announced they had suffered this data breach. The good news, the information wasn't clinical, but the bad news, there's names, locations, email addresses, appointment dates. They're all posted online. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. I'm surprised when you aren't affected by this, when something doesn't happen to you. Your personal information gets exposed. It's easy for cybercriminals to to steal your identity. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own. If you do become a victim, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it is easy to protect yourself with LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts here. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code PATRICK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com. Promo code PATRICK for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments, where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? 
all-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan, see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I saw that video with Cardi B where uh, she was performing and then a woman threw a drink on her, which I don't get this. These artists who are on stage and people are throwing things at them? I, I, why are you going to the concert? If you, I guess you don't like the artist, so you're going to go to the concert. and you're Because I'm worried this could happen to Fritzy on Friday night. That's, and I'm, I'm not encouraging Great, this. Great, let's just put it out there. <laughs> I am, I'm discouraging people from doing it. But then Cardi B got a drink thrown on her, and then she took the microphone and threw the drink at the woman who threw the drink on her, and the song kept going. <laughs> <laughs> so she, they were like, oh, uh, she was lip syncing. And then somebody said, well, she's a rapper, and it's not the same as Millie Vanilli when they were lip syncing. But it, it was one of those where I see her take the microphone, throw it at this woman, and the music's still going. And I went, okay, lip syncing? Much? Yeah, Paul? I think I saw that last year. Post Malone was performing live, and he lost his balance and slipped and got hurt. He yeah. got banged up. And after he fell down, the song would continue to play on. It, they explained that there's a backing track of their own vocal underneath them to help harmonize, to help fill it when they're dancing and moving around the stage. So is it is it lip syncing or is mm. it, how would you categorize it? I'd say lip syncing. <laughs> It'd be lip syncing. Their mics are hot and they are singing with it, it appears. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, you're just there to see people perform, right? You're not really there. But, but don't you want to hear a live version of it? That, I mean, that's why we go to a concert to, to see them do a live version of a song, right? Yeah. I think it depends. Oh. I think it depends. Okay. How, what, what would be the discrepancy there? And um, I don't know. I feel like if I was going to see uh, Cardi B, I, I wouldn't really care. You know what I mean? I'm not there like... It's not like it's, you know, Whitney Houston or something. You're like, no, nah, I want to hear Whitney Houston sing. It's Cardi B. I just want to, it's a performance, right? Okay. I'm not really all that concerned about it. Like uh, Playboy Cardi, he doesn't even sing his songs at all. He doesn't even try to one bit. He gets up there, he jumps around, usually yells like, mosh pit, and like, that's it. And then, but it's awesome. It's like a whole show. It's like a whole thing. He doesn't even try to fake it. I'm not even familiar who he is. Is he a rapper? He is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, uh, if... There's only one rapper, and that's Eminem. If... Well, that's <laughs> correct, yeah. Well, this weekend, there was only one rapper, and that was Eminem, because he was, he was at the big uh, fight in the boxing match. Came out. Uh, yes, Paul? Do you think a lot of people... Not a lot, but a lot of big-time singers, artists, lip-sync because the live product won't match the production that was done to get the product together? Where, like, you see Darius Rucker, that guy could sing any time of day. You just wake him up. 
I'm not blowing smoke. He, the, oh, guy, the, the guy has a voice, and when you go to see him in concerts, it's kind of exactly what you hear on the records. Yeah. I mean, I want to hear you perform, even if it's the band playing. I want to, I want to hear that. I went to see, um, who is the uh, Talking Heads? Uh, David Byrne. David, David Byrne. Byrne. On uh, Broadway. And uh, he did Burning Down the House. And, and he said, you know, people don't think that my band here, and they're all on stage, that they're actually playing the instruments. So he did it individually with all of the musicians. There's probably 15 of them. And, and it's on Broadway. And, and then all of a sudden you see how he created this song and you heard the musicians doing it live there in front of you. And it was great. It was spectacular the way it starts, sounded, and uh, even ended. But, yeah, I like, you know, if I went to a concert and I didn't think they were actually performing, yeah, it'd bother me. Yeah, it would. This was the anniversary, I think, a couple of days ago of the band from the late 80s, Millie Vanilli, getting caught lip syncing at Lake Compounds, which is not in Connecticut. But th- what turned out is that they didn't sing on the song at all. Like, it, <laughs> not only were they lip syncing during the set, which would, could be winked at, that once they did a deep dive, they found out it was two different singers that recorded the actual song. That's how they got it. But but if they would have done it the way the monkeys did it, you know, when they were in the late 60s where they were playing this fictional band, fictitious band, and even though they could play some of the instruments. Yeah, see, that's the difference. They were actually musicians. Yeah. But they, they created this TV show, and, and therefore if you did see them or they didn't sound great, you were like, well, they're not really musicians, even though they might – Mike Nesmith was considered the the true musician there. Yes, uh, Seaton. But what if you went to go say like uh, see U two, and you find out Bono wasn't really singing; he was singing to a track, or like The Edge was maybe getting some help with his guitar. I wouldn't really care. Well, it, that's little tweaks. But if you said that, I mean, backing vocals, uh, do- not singing like like you're not really like Bono's doing the exact same thing as Cardi B, singing to a track. If he's singing. Edge is going to get help with his guitars with all of his, you know, contraptions over there. I don't have any problem with that. I, I would want to have the lead singer actually sing. I would. Um, and I get some guys, like, you know, Robert Plant can't sing Led Zeppelin the way he once did. Therefore, there is no reunion tour. Because he said, you know, I don't want to be a jukebox and I can't sing those songs that way. By the way, I know we're supposed to do our best and worst of the weekend. I went to see a movie. And I went uh, by myself, and I thought, you know what? It's raining. I'm going to go see this movie. Now, was it Barbie? No. Oppenheimer? No. Indiana Jones? No. Mission, Mission Impossible? No. What? You guys want to guess? I don't even know what other movies exactly. exist right now. I know. Yes, Paulie? Meg 2? Meg 2. No, because I haven't seen Meg 1 yet. Oh, you'd be I lost. Got, I got it, yes. Uh Anybody else want to take a stab at a movie that's out now? The Deepest Breath? No. Transformers? No. Haunted Mansion? No. Mission? No. Sympathy for the Devil? No. Got a lot of stars in it. A lot of big names. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. Asteroid City, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, you could watch that on uh, at home, too. Les Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your thoughts? I walked out. Oh, no. Walked out happy after a good no, movie? No, I walked out with an hour. I watched, I watched an hour. Do you like Wes Anderson movies? 
I like Royal Tenenbaums and the uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah. But uh, this one. Uh, walked out. Yeah. I walked out into the rain. <laughs> Final hour coming up. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Everything you love about Mercedes, the style, the comfort, the technology, the choice, is now available in electric. The vehicles, all electric. The feeling, all Mercedes. The choice, all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ.